Ooh, welcome to episode 16 of Offbeat Tracks. You're looking at me like I'm nuts. Come on, that was I a mean, really good. That was really good. That was a good Dracula. I, you know, it's that you're a very good Dracula. Thank you. Yeah. I don't look like him. I do look like young Michael Myers from yeah, those Rob Zombie remakes. <laughs> do you? I don't. <laughs> but we're not gonna go there. Uh, no. I'm actually friends with that kid on Facebook. I've always wanted to shoot him a message and be like, you know. When that movie came out, everyone said that I looked like you, and I was not happy about it at the time, but now I just think it's kind of funny. <laughs> anyway, neither here nor there. It's very true. I was about to say we're not here to talk about Halloween, but then I realized we are totally here to talk about Halloween. We are, because it's Halloween. Happy Halloween, guys. Yay. Totally uh, excited. Halloween is uh, awesome. I love it. I do not love it. I hate Halloween. I just don't see the point. Yes. But, I'm a big jerk. But, I don't like holidays. But she's being very nice and agreeing to talk about uh, Halloween music with I me today. I am, yes. Because there is some um, amazing Halloween pop music out there. Uh, what, what are you going to dress up for for Halloween? Oh, um, well, since this is uh, out. Oh, this will be posted. This is posted now on Halloween, so it's out. I never tell my costume uh, ahead of time. Yes. But uh, yeah, I'm my, my bestie and I are going as Gaga. And uh, the skeleton dude from the Born This Way video. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> That's fantastic. Put pictures on the on Are you the going site. to be Gaga? <laughs> what okay. do you think? Well, I mean, I don't know. My friend Carrie, who's this brilliant, brilliant, brilliant seamstress and costumer, oh, um, nice. made, she, I, I bought like a little uh, sport jacket and she did the, what I'm calling the shoulder nipples. She did oh, the shoulder okay. nipples for me. Pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah, I'll put we'll put pictures of, of the costume up on it. Are you doing a Halloween costume? I mean, I maybe if I if I go to a party, I have a giant deadline, so I may not go to this party. We'll know by oh my this. God, you're so boring. I'm already bored. I know, but I think I'm going to be a little Edie from like Grey Gardens, Edie Bouvier Beale. You know? No, who's that? What Grey Gardens? Like, okay, so you got like Edith Bouvier Beale and like Little Edie. You got Big Edie, Little Edie. They're like relations of what Jackie Grey, Kennedy. What is Grey Gardens? Grey Gardens is this great late 70s documentary about these like old oh. Bouviers who have become poor and just live like in this hoarder's house that's going crazy. So and HBO did a remake of it with Jessica Lange and Drew oh. Barrymore like a few years ago. And it's okay. ridiculous. And Little Edie is just like... She like loses all of her hair, so she wears all these crazy scars, and is, she always wanted to be a showgirl. Who plays Little Edie? Uh, it is Drew Barrymore. So are, is, you, are you going to do Drew Barrymore's version or the one from the seventies? They're both very similar. Like oh, she's okay. so she's hi guys, I'm Little Lady, and so like she just wears ridiculous stuff, and she's like dancing around, but she's like sixty at the time. <laughs> she's like fifty five or sixty, and so she just wears <laughs> dumb outfits and is like singing like we all march along. <laughs> So I think I'm going to do that. Libby, Libby, come over, Libby. I'm going to be a star. (laughs) It's exactly like that. I love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think if I, if I, you know, can hit a deadline that I set for myself, then I will be little Edie all around the city of Louisville. Love it. Get ready. Um, We wanted to give you kind of a Halloween soundtrack today. So we're going to talk about some Halloween pop music that we love. Uh, Mm -hmm. The first one on my list is... Like, this is not even just the best Halloween song. It is just, like, one of my favorite songs of all time. It's Total Kalos, I Eat Cannibals. This song kicks ass. It is really good. If you've never heard this song, in the little clip I'm about to play for it, like, like, it's going to change your life. It's been in TV and movies. Like, I feel like it's one of those things you may not know that you know it, but you're just like, I eat cannibals. (laughs) You've heard it. 
You've heard that riff at least. I owe my my dad's uh, producer and now my friend Joe Jacovino for this. Mm-hmm. She she used to make me these mix CDs when I was like this very uncool fourteen uh, year old who was just getting into eighties music, and she would like burn me these awesome CDs of this uh, this cool stuff that she played in college on college radio. That's awesome. And so. I Eat Cannibals was on one of the first CDs she made for me, and I've been obsessed ever since. It is a very good song. These They were British, and these girls would like wear these big, colorful trash bags like when they were performing on stage. They're even on the front of the single, the I Eat Cannibals single. They're in these colored trash bags. And yeah, it was just, it's just the whole group. I love the concept. It was very cute. They did a follow-up single called Dracula's Tango also, which is very Halloween-y. But I Eat Cannibals is the jam. The jam. The jam. I mean, I like it. It's it's a good song. I'm not going to like... You clearly have an intimate relationship with I Eat Cannibal, which is a very weird sentence to say now that I've said it. But, I mean, I do love that song. If it comes on, I do not turn it over. It's a party. I may do a little jig. You never know. I won't like step on your list of songs, but I personally, um, there's a song I don't really love except for one sentence. That's a a Halloween song, which is Ghostbusters. (laughs) I love, I I don't even care about ghosts. It's not really an offbeat Wait, can I, can I guess what, what your line is that you love? Yeah. Well, I mean, it can't be, I ain't afraid of no ghost. I mean, that'd be too obvious, right? Yeah. Is it when it comes through your dough, unless you just want some O? That is a good line. (laughs) But like, I could could really take or leave that song just mostly because not, I've just heard it so many times, I don't need to hear it. But there is nothing that gets me up other than, Bustin makes me feel good. Oh, yes. Because it's just like, on the playlist for this, we'll put up this remix that somebody did on SoundCloud a a couple years ago called Bustin. And (laughs) it just makes a whole song out of that part. And it's great. Really, just any song that has anything to do with like, Bustin is strange. Very... Let me sleep in your bed. <laughs> like he does all this cut up. It's really good. It's like such a good song. I just right. love hearing Bustin. Bustin's going on the playlist Bustin for this makes episode. Me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it means, but it's great. How about Oingo Boingo, Dead Man's Party? That is one of my all-time faves just in general. It is on every running mix I ever do. Yeah. It's super fun. Nobody can write a riff like Danny Elfman, right? Oh Oingo Boingo is the most... Like, it's oh, like it's the quirkiest, fun music. No matter what it is, Danny Elfman is <laughs> bae. He is bae. Bae. Yeah. We can say it. I was DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince did one called Nightmare on My Street back in yes. the day that was like a uh, knockoff on Nightmare yeah, on Elm like, Street. 
Yeah, when I saw this on the list, I had completely forgotten about this song because <laughs> I was one of those kids who grew up in the '90s and did not care about DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was silly. Yeah. Weirdly, I never watched the show either. I never watched Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I just never really cared about the music. I never cared. About, I always felt like see, I liked the music and I didn't care about the show. Uh, see, I I always thought like their beats were like cool, but they were like not as good as everyone else's. No, they, I mean they were dorks. They were supposed to be dorks. Yeah, they were nerdy dorky. That was their their whole shtick. And this falls right in line with that, except just yeah. with a Halloween tinge. And then they they get murdered by Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I totally forgot about this song until it was on there. I was like, oh yeah. Okay, you knew this one was going to be on my list. Oh my god, yes. I um, love this song. Yes, from uh, the soundtrack to the movie The Return of the Living Dead, which uh, I love because it takes place here in our great hometown of Louisville. Uh, but it's the Does S- it? Yeah. I don't know anything about horror movies. Oh, yeah, right. Well, that movie is about like the, the trioxin containers from the original Night of the Living Dead turning up. Uh, you know, and they get lost in a shipment, I guess, in the first movie. And in this one, they turn up and they're in this like warehouse that's across from a cemetery and the whole time like of course the gas gets released all these things come out of the graveyard and whatnot and then in the very end they there's a phone number on the barrels on the side of the trioxin and they call it and it's a general in the u.s army and he calls his superior and he says oh yes sir the eggs have hatched they've turned up in louisville sir louisville kentucky and then in the end of the movie they they blow louisville off the map with a nuclear bomb that's literally how well, Return of the Living Dead ends. That's a, um, I can't believe the city doesn't advertise that more. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but the, the song in question from the soundtrack is the SSQ song, Tonight We'll Make Love Until yes. We Die, which is just so damn good. SSQ is so good as far as you want just great happy beats. Yeah. You will... well, there's an SSQ show coming, but if you don't know, SSQ yeah. was the collective of musicians that would later be known as Stacy Q and have hits with two of hearts and we connect and so on and so forth. But uh, this was when they were just a little punky synth pop group, punky synth pop new group called SSQ mm-hmm. signed to Enigma records. Um, and the soundtrack was on Enigma records. So this was in the day when it was like, Hey, record company, we need you to do a soundtrack from our movie. So amass a bunch of your artists and please make a soundtrack. Yep. And that was the way it was. So SSQ wrote this song tonight. We'll make love till we die. And actually uh, Stacy told me that they did most of the score for the movie as well. That's awesome. Um, so a lot of the little things you're hearing in the background of um, of Return of the Living Dead that was that was SSQ that was John and Stacy doing all that. I um, never but this knew song that. is from the infamous scene in the movie where uh, Trash, one of the punky teenagers, uh, gets up on a grave and takes all her clothes off. Well, that's one way to get them. In darkness you will find me. I dance among the dead, but very soon I'll need to hunt the scent of blood instead. Rising from your earth bed, it thickens in the air. A smell gone sweetly rancid. I know that you are near. Had you heard this uh, Tubular Bells cover? Yes, I had. It was actually the first Tubular Bells I had ever heard. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, so I we're, heard we're talking it about like, We're talking about Book of Love's version. This think, is from 1986, 87, somewhere in there. Yeah, I think it was in, um, I heard it when I was a really little kid. I think it was in some sort of like TV or movie thing. It was like some Tubular Bells remix. I thought that was like the song. So when I finally heard real Tubular Bells, which was on 
pure moods, if we want to go back, I was like, oh, this is less cool than the other one. Yeah. I did. So this was the first one I knew of tubular bells until I was like 10 or 11. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I had to, my last one that I have on my list here, I just included because I think it's become a horror movie staple and therefore a Halloween staple. It's uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds Red Right Hand, which of course is the title music from the first Scream movie. And I think oh. has been associated with scary, spooky, spoopy things ever Nick since. Nick Cave is good for that genre. He's got that kind of like voice for it. It just works. And he's kind of weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's super weird. Like Michael Hutchins' best friend, by the way. Really? Yeah, he's like uh, his kid with Paula Yates, Tiger Lily. That was like a little kid when he died. Mm-hmm. Like Nick Cave is the godfather. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good It's like all Australians know each other. <laughs> like Michael Hutchins and Kylie Minogue, of course, dated. They all know each other. It's true. You're right. go across the trap. Where the viaduct looms like a bird of doom As a ship and cracks Where secrets lie in the border fires In the humming wires Yeah, man, you know you're never coming back Across the square, across the bridge, across the mills, past the stacks I don't know many... Halloween songs. I also don't know what qualifies necessarily as a Halloween song. I think like any- it's just anything with a scary thing. Yeah, I think anything with like I a spooky say, or an occult or a supernatural. Yeah, I mean, like there's always thriller, but that's yes, thriller. Whatever, of that's course. that's a great one. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean that totally counts as a Halloween song. Yeah, it's fine, and like the video and the- well, and I'll tell you also why I love why I really really appreciate thriller, other than mm-hmm. the obvious reasons, is that I think that before thriller, I always thought like the horror genre was like basically just white people and i thought that that was like michael jackson's moment of like doing this all black thing and and just like you know doing a very black take (laughs) on uh horror movies i never thought of it that way and yeah so i think that that was it's a halloween benchmark for that reason yeah i think it i think it kind of propelled a lot of horror type themes and i mean that video also propelled a lot of music video themes as well mm-hmm. um it's it's pretty good i just love the intro to thriller i can like take or leave the rest of the song but at that little boom boom like oh god that little click that little like tiktok thing yes is awesome it's i love stuff. that Um, I also want to say that I hate Monster Mash. That's also very important with Halloween songs. Monster Mash is the worst thing on the planet. <laughs> and I, I DJed a Halloween party once in college. And this girl that I did not like to begin with came up and like, I'm playing like the jams at this Halloween party. It is the jams. She comes up. She's like, can I hear Monster Mash? And I got like so mad. I like yelled at her. <laughs> so it made me hate Monster Mash even more. And if I ever hear Monster Mash, I get very upset. Well, don't worry. I will not be putting Thank it Thank you. It's here. the worst. How about uh, Houdini Freaks Come Out at Night? I think that counts. Oh, that's one of my favorite songs of all time. I never even thought about that. I think that counts as a Halloween song. I guess. But it's about like, I don't know. I guess. I mean, I know it's not technically about, about like f- like zombie freaks, but it's about you know people who 
dress alternatively and are themselves and wear yeah, their self-expression I mean, on the outside when they go out clubbing, but it still works. I think it works for a Halloween song. I think it does work, and that's a very good song if you're having a dance party on Halloween. That's a very good song for it because the beats are so fresh. Yeah. people lined up inside and out Just for one reason, to rock the house But in the daytime, the streets were clear You couldn't find a good freak anywhere Cause it's from all in One song I always put on my Halloween playlist that people are always surprised to hear, mm-hmm. but then they think about it and it makes total sense is uh, Lady Gaga's Monster, which oh, is yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. not an offbeat track. But um, I guess it's offbeat in the sense that it was never a single. So if you're not like a super Gaga fan, you might not know that was song. Was it not a single? I know. That, was, uh, that was my favorite on that album. Yeah, it's I good love stuff. Monster. But I, th- I think it works on a, oh, yeah. on a Halloween mix. Yeah, definitely. There are a lot of stuff people put on Halloween mixes that I don't think are Halloween songs. I want to mention the Birthday Massacre, um, which is this uh, Canadian rock group that uh, released their first album around 2005 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got obsessed with them when they came out because I had never heard anything that sounded like them. It's like this this very like wall of sound, lots of synthesizers, but it's very kind of brooding, but it's very sweet and poppy melodies too. Like it's just a lot going on. But there's this song on their first record called Blue um, that starts off with their, their lead singer, Chibi. Um, you know, doing her very sweet voice. And then she like, <laughs> when it goes to the chorus, she like goes into this raspy, like, <laughs> like, and sings like that. And it's pretty cool. And it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah, so think. that's on my Halloween uh, playlist for sure. Dragula. How do you feel about Dragula? Oh yeah, Rob, Rob Zombie. Zombie. Sure. Like, like I hate anything that sounds like that generally, but Rob Zombie no, makes that, it work. He does. It's like, I, I it's so agree with you. And it's like, yep. it's it's not taking itself too entirely seriously. No, not at and all. There was a lot of stuff that sounded exactly like that. That back, song is on my iPod. Back definitely. Then. But it was it was taking itself incredibly seriously. Yes. Rob, Rob Zombie's just Rob like, Zombie's just like, man, every day is Halloween and we're gonna rock this out. Yes, yeah, I totally, it totally agree. Totally works. So Dragula to me is very cool. <laughs> How about Dark Lady by Cher? Does that work? <laughs> <laughs> to me, share works for every occasion. I'm so. just just with the like. There's a fortune teller lady, and there's the occult, and somebody dies. I mean, I think it works. Yeah, I mean, I would accept it. Dark lady laughed and danced and lit the candles one by one. Danced to her gypsy music to the booze door. Dark lady played black magic till the clock struck on the twelve. Fun Boy 3, Lunatics Have Taken Over the Asylum. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, that one works. Oh, 
I was listening to, in preparation for this, I was listening to someone on Spotify had like some dumb Halloween playlist of stuff that is not Halloween-y. They put the cranberry zombie on it. Because it has the word zombie, except it's yeah, except about things that aren't Halloweeny. That's one of those things. Like we could do, we should do a whole show on songs that are misused because that would be one of them. Because that is about like a war torn country, not Halloween. Yes, that's about like little kids getting murdered. Um, yes, exactly. It's very weird. We could also do a show about. Well, that's not one of them. About sad songs that sound happy, which is my favorite genre of music. You know one I cannot believe you have not brought up yet that I thought you would have by now? See, I just don't think about Halloween, so a lot of songs I don't consider Halloween. I just consider them good songs. Like the ultimate, like, spoopy 80s song. The ultimate spoopy 80s song? Yeah, about being in the shower and being afraid to wash your hair. Oh my god, Rockwell! Yes. I didn't even think about Rockwell. That is such a good song. Somebody's watching me, Bia. Yeah, it's like the ultimate uh, paranoid thing i I have this series of things that that i like to call life on hard mode and one of the things on my life on hard mode list is listening to that song while you're in the shower see i just don't think about you You really think about that somebody's watching you well like you're afraid to wash your hair it's extra spoopy if you're in the shower and hearing him sing about it while you're in the shower this is why i don't this is why horror movies (sighs) and halloween mean nothing to me because i'm just like you just have no joy I, I do have lots of joy. I watch Xanadu at least once a week. <laughs> I have plenty of joy, sir. When I'm in the shower, I'm afraid to wash my hair. Because I might open my eyes and find someone standing there. People say I'm crazy. Just a little touch. But maybe showers remind me. Oh, psycho humor. That's why I always feel like somebody's watching me. And I have no privacy. So that's our little uh, retrospective on our favorite uh, Halloween pop songs or just other songs that came into our mind that we thought were spoopy and Halloween worthy. And a retrospective on how bad Monster Mash is. Also very... <laughs> we will put this whole playlist, uh, minus Zombie and Monster Mash, yeah. on uh, our Because we website. like you and we don't want you to have to listen to it. That's right. So you can have a nice soundtrack to your Halloween. So happy Halloween. Thanks for listening. Yes. We'll see you next week. We've got a big, we got a birthday episode coming next week. I know, I'm so excited. Very exciting. Hint, hint. It's one of my faves and future husbands. That's right. So uh, we'll see you next week. And, and until then, you can catch us on our website, which is offbeattrackscast.com. Write us and tell us what your favorite Halloween songs are. And how bad you think Monster Mash is. Um, and we... <laughs> I won't let it go, Max. I don't let it go. We Listen, are also- I agree. <laughs> I, I am Team F Monster Mash. Yes. Uh, yeah, we are also on Twitter at Offbeat Tracks. Would Graveyard Smash every one of those records if I could. <laughs> if we could, if we could do, that, I will go out on Halloween if it involves a graveyard smash. Of- a graveyard smashing of Bobby Boris Pickett forty fives. Yes. Yes. All right. I'm down. Let's Me all too. let's let's go do that. We'll see y'all next week. See ya.